Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, SpaceX, Elon Musk, and a little dab will do ya. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and filling in for the vacationing Tyler Yoakam is Drew Hansen. Hey, welcome to New Hope Underground, and we're back, and today we have Drew Hansen back. I've missed you so much. Drew Hansen, who is filling in for Deacon Faulkner, who is filling in for Drew Hansen, who is filling in for Tyler Yoakam. Did everyone follow that? I followed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I appreciate Deacon for filling in. I mean, we needed we needed that. He did a good job. You guys know? said it was a good good batting lineup, and I agree. That was good. He he was batting uh, cleanup, something like that. That's yeah, and he's back term. on today. We'll have a culture comment. Get him on in there, and Doctor Reed's back. Oh yeah. So we got the boys are back in town. That's right. Now we've got some exciting news. We're going to start uh, dishing out our incredible wisdom on this podcast on Mondays now instead of later in the week. Yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it's a great idea. I the more I thought about it, I'm like that's the best way to start the week, you know? So, Underground Nation, uh here's what you need to know. You need to know that as you're listening to our voices right now, you get to turn around in just like two or three days and listen to us again. Man, that's like bonus episode. But then, I don't know what you're going to do for the weekend. So, you're going to have to Wait till Monday. You listen again. to it's it again. Be every Monday, though. You just listen to the same episode again. Now we we uh, always have an incredible time here. We got a great show lined up for you. Like I said, with the the things I already commented on, culture comment, Doctor Reed, and so forth. So we've got a, a lot of fantastic things today. So, but uh, I was just uh, reading this this uh, interesting news story, which every news story I read is interesting. I, I was going to say I don't know. I feel like most people watch like the same three or four news, like they have the same three or four news sources. Right. Yeah. I don't know where the heck you get your news from. Well, it varies. I have more than just one, two or three. Yeah. Like the deep dark web or something. I don't know. I don't know. I I just, yeah, I just, I just type in uh, weird stories, deep dark (laughs) web.com and I come up with these. (laughs) Actually, I make them up and then I hope to God that they're real. But no, you know it's it'd be even more impressive if you made some of these things up. It would like be. some of them are so odd, like there's no way. There's no way I can make them up. Like like goats taking over a Welsh town. Exactly. If you, if you made that up, then no, no. I mean, I wish I would have. In yeah. some ways, it'd be a great story and it would sell out. But no, I mean, obviously, if you want real news, you come here. Um, there's there, there's a lot of there's a lot of news out there, but you know. This is real news. See, I just don't appreciate, you know, journalism. <laughs> I want stories. I want weird stuff. Right. So I appreciate I appreciate the show. Well, just like for we that. talked about, this is journalism without some of the agenda because meaning you just how what kind of agenda would you have reporting on a bunch of goats taking over a Welsh town? This is just Oh, you're anti goat, I is guess. This is just need to know things for all of mankind. Are there people who are anti-goat? Do people have goat agendas? I don't know. Look back in 10 years, we might have some parties that are anti-goat for some reason. I don't know. But this story comes to us from another country, uh, Canada. Oh, Brothers and sisters to the north. But there was a man who received his package the other day, and he had no idea why he received a package in the mail. I couldn't figure out what he had ordered. And apparently... It arrived eight years late. What? 
he ordered something <laughs> in the mail and it arrived eight years late. What was it? Well, actually, before I get to that, <clears throat> um, I know things have been slow recently, you know, with the quarantine. Even Amazon, who says, you know, I'm going to get it there in two days. They're not getting stuff. No, two-day two shipping days. took me like nine days. Right. Yeah. And everything slowed down because everybody's ordering, you know, online. Everybody's wanting and delivery And they've had to let home. employees off and stuff. UPS, USPS, FedEx, they're all going crazy. DHL, name it. They're all going who? nuts. DHL. That's the hockey league. Yeah, it's a it's a lower hockey league, and it's also <laughs> it's also a delivery service. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's what they do in their day jobs. Yeah, and they're all going crazy. They're delivering all the time, and so they do a good job. I'm not I'm not trying to, but I, but eight years. I mean, that's that's quite some time. I would think to wait for a package. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd almost be suspicious. You know, like a random package. Well, the man opened the package, and it was a uh, Brill cream. I don't, you know what bro cream is? I think so. There used to be these old commercials back in the day called uh, bro cream, a little dab will do ya. <laughs> but, but, but basically, <laughs> Can you do, wait, little, wait, wait, wait. Can you do that again? Bro cream, a little dab will do ya. That's good. Yeah. Go I'm on. not sure if that's even the right tune, but it was pretty close. <laughs> that's pretty good, if not. Thank you very much. Yeah. Great. And, and I remember it all these years later, so it must have worked. Yeah. That's jingle marketing at its <clears throat> finest. Yeah. But bro cream is like, you know, it's just like hair paste, hair cream is what it is. Like to, to grow for hair growth? Not for hair growth, just like molding gel. Oh, like, you know, like, like, hair like paste. pomade? Yeah. Yeah, like pomade. And they call it bro cream. Bro cream was the brand name. Oh. So like Old Spice. Okay, I you get You know, that. you've got... I thought it was like a specific kind. Of course, okay. Old Spice, they can't stop it, just Old Spice. There's got to be like 1,500 names underneath Old Spice. Like, what is it, Wolfatron? Something. Yeah, I get, I get, <laughs> old spice, Hawkthorn, yes, something like that. Yeah, or, exactly. Or, uh, Ethan Hawkthorn, Thor's, I, Thor's, Ethan Hawkthorn. I like that. <laughs> Thor's hammer. Yeah, exactly. You know, manly man kind of stuff. You yeah. know, like. See, I, okay. horse head scent. I don't want to get too off topic, but I don't understand why. That's, that's from the Godfather, like, by the way. That's pretty good. Horse head scent. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why. Why men are forced? Like, what are men mainly scents? Like, what's sandalwood? Like, why do why do we have to smell like that? Like, what is because a, we don't want to smell what like is, lavender. What is sports spice? I don't know. You smell I like would, sports. I don't know. I may. I think. I don't think there's anything wrong with a man smelling like a meadow. I think it's perfectly fine. I think there's something wrong with you, son. Well, I, I mean, come on. I think it's like what would, is sports spice? You At mean least, to tell me you'd rather smell like a meadow than sports? Yes, because sports spice. <laughs> What is that? I've never looked at my spice cabinet and picked up a little shaker of sport. Wasn't Sport Spice one of the Spice Girls? Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice. I Same definitely thing. don't. I definitely don't want that on my own. No, pit. I guess not. You're right. But yep. there are other manly, like the Wolfatron or whatever. I can't uh-huh. remember the name of some of these things. Right. But yep. you've got your. I just don't know meadow. What is that? Doesn't do it for me. It's just lavender. Yeah, tulips, wildflowers. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. I don't know. It smells better than sports spice. Go on. Well, brill cream. Does that sound manly? I don't. I don't know. It sounds. It sounds uh, like a like some sort of. Food. All I know is a little dabble do ya. Little dabble do ya. Exactly. You did it better than I did. You you weren't even alive then. But see, here's the thing. 
This guy gets his bro cream in the mail eight years later, and he is. They interviewed him, and because <laughs> first of all, I applaud the person who finds this as news and interviews this guy. That's what I. That's what I applaud. That's that's your dream job. But they were trying to figure out why he got it eight years later, and they they think <clears throat> that the package was in a post office somewhere in a corner, hidden somewhere, they, and somebody found it. And instead of just throwing it away, they went ahead and delivered it. <laughs> Man, see, I feel like that's a good setup. Like, put that into like some sort of weird montage with some good orchestral music. That's like the beginning of a movie. Oh, I know. And, like, but you're not sure up. exactly what's in the package. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he it's opens like, it I up. Didn't, I didn't order anything. I mean, if it was something else, maybe then Brill Cream it might make for an interesting <laughs> movie. <laughs> well, he was quoted as saying this. They they asked him, "Did you get it out? Well, you know what was in the package?" Mm-hmm. He goes, "Yeah, I, I took it out of the package. It was Brill Cream." And he said, "Now." It was yellow. And he said, I know by memory and by looking at pictures that it was supposed to be white. (laughs) So I decided not to use it. (laughs) Wise move on his part is what I was thinking. So if any of you have Brill Cream on your shelf for some reason, just check the shelf life, the expiration date. And if it's yellow, I don't care if it's supposed to be. Don't use it because I don't remember any yellow Brill Cream anyway. It was always white. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't put anything yellow in my hair. Yeah, that that just goes to show. Is there a shelf life thing? I guess I never thought about hair cream. Is bro cream still around? Pomade having a shelf life. Yeah, I, I think it is still around. I think you can find it anyway. Let's take them down. Probably on eBay or Antiques Roadshow, but you can find it. <laughs> you can find bro cream. So this guy in Canada, eight years later, I just thought, I understand. Okay, there's two two things that went through my head real quick. One is how how can you how can it take eight years to get a package? The second thing is, do I applaud the person who found it like eight years later and went go ahead goes ahead and sends it? I mean, sends it on. Is that a good thing from the post office standpoint? I don't I don't know. I I, I guess so because it's not really yours. Who knows what it is? What if the guy was expecting a lot of cash in a package and eight years later? Yeah, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. He didn't know it was I feel like cream. he would have been tracking it down. Why Did they not have tracking information eight years ago? I feel like they should. I would he think sh- so. He should have been on the lookout for his bill. Apparently, he didn't care about it. If that's I get other, a package, That's the other thing that went through my mind is this guy didn't go on any sort of rampage for eight years trying to find his bill cream. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I would. The old classic bill cream if I didn't rampage. Get, if I didn't get what I paid for, you better believe... I'm on the phone or something. I know. Sometimes I think down. I, not that I have a shopping issue. I really don't. I try to, I try to save my money. But when I do order something online, I check the tracking like five times a day. Don't know why. <laughs> don't know why. I, I could know it's in Massachusetts and it's not expected here till, you know, sometime next week. Have you ever ordered like still gonna check any it. sort of hair products through the mm, mail? No, no. Where do you get your hair products? Because um, everybody is, knows Drew is, has really nice hair. This is all natural. Is it? Yeah. That's incredible. From your guys' jeans. Yeah. Well, yeah. What can I say? No, I, I put in something called, uh, what is it? Beach beach hair or something? I don't know. Beach hair. I found it at Walgreens and it's it, was probably, the, it was the cheapest thing there. Probably beach hair from the meadow. See, I would rather it smell <laughs> like the ocean or a meadow than Horse sandalwood. Head. Like, why do no. I want to smell like sawdust? And sports spice and a hawk face or whatever. Anyways, I'm off that. What about if? Wouldn't you think the sports smell would be sweat? 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to yeah. be associated with like sweaty sweat stuff. Like, I just did the rigorous man stuff. Let me smell like a meadow. I'm gonna try some Old Spice sweaty sweat stuff. Yeah, gross. Yeah, I just get out of the shower and put the sweat back on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make much sense, does it? Yeah. Well, anyway, if you, I just, I guess I wanted to put this out there because I, I just had a feeling that maybe someone in Underground Nation is missing their bro cream. And now, Culture Comment with Drew Hansen. Hello, and welcome to Culture Comment, where we talk about culture, and I comment on it. Yes, you do. Yes. Welcome back. Andrew. Last week, you didn't comment on it, because you were in Florida. No, or but... In Alabama, or wherever you were. Yeah, so you won't get the exhaustive, um, you know, my exhaustive... Like my view on things last week, not completely. That's all right. So, we had Deacon commenting on yeah, it. We had Doctor Reed good, commenting good, on it. Good second and third place. They, you know? they were they were big shoes to fill. They were yeah, very big I shoes know, to fill. I know. Maybe I mean, like size like eighteens. I mean, exactly. We're glad you're back. Not everyone has this view of culture. You know, that's this exactly high, right. High high culture. culture. So what yeah. is the culture comment, Drew? Well, um, I'm not sure if you noticed this week if you logged on logged on on Facebook, but they changed their interface. Do you notice uh, that? Oh, yeah. I, every single uh-huh. time you get used to one thing, they change it, and then it's something new, and then you have to get used to that. Did you see it, though? Did you see the new interface? I did, yeah. I Actually, I saw it on my phone and on my computer, and I did notice something different, but I didn't realize it. I haven't checked it on the I haven't checked it on the phone yet, but I've checked it on the computer. Interface book. Interface book. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, that's... Let's coin that term. <laughs> Buy it. Um, it's... Okay, this might make me seem less manly, but have you ever used Pinterest? Yeah, no. Uh, Donna and I, whenever we're like doing house stuff, that's where she always shows me uh, yeah. like the designs for houses. I think it's yeah. really poppy. No, no, it's it's fine. Daddy went silent. No, I just I kept I was hearkening back to our intro. <laughs> oh, meadows. Yeah, <laughs> I heard lavender. That. Yeah, you wear lavender meadows and, and la- Pinterest. Yeah. You wear lavender. How you feather hey, your hair? I'm you a very Pinterest. confident man. Yeah, no, I, I don't think <laughs> there's nothing non manly about Pinterest. Bobby Flay has a Pinterest account, and I love Bobby Flay. So continue. Yeah. So therefore, therefore he loves Pinterest. It's manly. That's obviously he grill, he's the master of the grill, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it, this interface is very, very similar to Pinterest. I, I think so. Anyways. I, okay, did I just that. have to say this, but Bobby Flay can't be his real name. No, probably not. I mean, it's like his Vegas Flay. I mean, is, come on, Flay, Flay. Yeah. It just can't be. You're, you're a cook. Your name's Flay. Come on. It's no. got to be his real if name. If Bobby Flay isn't his real name, then I mean, what's it's the just, point his name this? Comes, <laughs> his name comes off your tongue just so Bobby Flay. That's probably I mean, why he became a chef. He's like, I have red hair. I'm, I'm not good at very much else, so I'm going to become a chef. I like cooking, too. Sorry, I, I, didn't mean I was going to say, do you relate to him? I relate heavily to him. That's why I would... I'm sorry. I know Bobby Flay has nothing to do with our culture comment. No, but, you know, that's okay. You gotta... I'm just curious. This that's what this it's it's got to be a stage is, name. His name's got to be like Herman something. It's probably something lame like Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> hey, Dennis uh, all of our Dennis listeners, uh, your name's awesome. No, I know. I'm just kidding. Dennis Frude. Dennis Frude. Anyways... So I, it just got me thinking. Started I started like researching some on just general social media stuff, and I did not. As of like 2018, Pew Research Center they like did a study. It showed like 82 percent of adults are on Facebook. Like that's just insane. Wow, it's connecting us. I th- I think heavily. lots of faces. Yeah, and what I thought was weird, 
um, the like button was established like five years uh, after the launch of Facebook. So it wasn't a, we didn't have the like button in two th- until 2009. Do you even remember that? Yeah, I remember when it happened, but it almost feels because I, I remember having that conversation like, oh, I wish I could just like um, like or dislike something. Tell like, somebody that you enjoyed and it was only that yeah, without was having only, to make comments. Yeah, you mean, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't want to have to commit to a conversation right. with human interaction. I do, I don't really. I see. I mean, I would have been a junior in high school in two thousand nine, yeah. and I I think that that's probably whenever I started using social media, just yeah. because of my parents. I think. They were pretty, uh, pretty good about, uh, you know, computer time and keeping us making sure that we were doing what we we're supposed to do. And I think that I wasn't even allowed to have like social media until I was probably in high school. And I think, yeah. I think it's probably been the entire time I've used it. So. Yeah, but no, it, everybody has likes. I mean, everybody wants you to like your page. Yeah, in fact, or whatever. Um, every in as of 2018, that is, every day there are over 4.5 billion likes. I wow. think that's right. Yeah, every day. Is that across all platforms? Or is that just no? That's like, on Facebook. That's just fa- that's just Facebook. Yeah. How many people are there in the world? Like three hundred. A lot of likes. Is it mi- million or billion? Three. Seven wait, wait, billion. So do people yeah. get? What is what is the advantage of getting lots of likes? I don't know, but it's it's kind of. Is it monetary? I think no. it can be at a certain point for sure. Yeah. Like I think that that's how not the uh, average person though. Not for an average user, but I think uh, I think for people like the big word right now is influencer. And I think that the more likes that you get, the more money that you get because supposedly but that, that means doesn't that apply to everybody. Like, the, no, uh, like no. you said, the average person. I I remember having a conversation with somebody not too long ago, and they were like checking their phone constantly. I said, "What's going on?" So well, I I just posted something. I want to see how many likes I get. <laughs> they said yeah. that to you. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think most people, whether they might not say it to you, at least they're being honest. Yeah, I think most people do. But checking it over and over to see how many likes you get. I I'm not gonna lie. What, I've what, done that before. I, See, I, I guess I got a question for you Not guys. Not proud of it, but I've done Because it. you guys are younger than me. Yeah. I didn't grow up with any social media whatsoever. In fact, I would say one thing social media has brought more than anything is like um, attention to yourself. And not always in a bad way. Okay. But sometimes. And then you've got. Quite often. <laughs> yeah, quite often. And then you also have this idea of like um, having your opinion heard. And. When I, was, I just remember growing up, I just don't remember anybody ever having that discussion. Like, your, your opinions really didn't matter. Nobody really had those kinds of – and maybe that's still true today. Maybe in, within our own conversations, we don't – I don't know. I think it's more – I think we live in a lot more opinionated culture than we ever have. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, what's up with, like – do you think people in your generation are just really hung up on all these likes and want to be famous? Because that's what I get out of it. I get out of it. Everybody just wants to be famous. I think there's a fine line between like fame and recognition because I think that there are people out there that want that really want fame. Like I remember my grandparents took me to like the uh, oh the Ozarks whenever I was a kid, and we went to like one of those shows. Uh, and they pull like somebody from the crowd up. Well, they pulled me up onto the stage. <laughs> I, I love being the center of attention, but I hated that. And I knew immediately I was like, <laughs> one, I can't sing. Two, I, this would not be for me. But recognition wise, like I like to get recognition for the things that I do. Like uh, just an example, like in high school, we've got the teacher of the year 
And I've always wanted to get the teacher of the year award. And I always get disappointed whenever I don't get that. So I think that like applying that to like kind of how people view Facebook and stuff like that, they want to get recognition. They, they want to post. Well, see, here's, here's, here's what I think is a little bit different though. Like teacher of the year award, recognition. So there's a, a body out there that's awarding that and they understand teachers, but most people are wanting for the most part. Yeah, I think, but most people are wanting these likes from just random strangers and, yeah, yeah. Am I wrong? But I think it's rec- like even no, the, my, my story was recognition, just to be recognized by people. I think a better word yeah. than recognition is validation. But yes. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think I think people will post I, I even know some people who like delete their posts because it doesn't get enough likes. So well, well, wait a minute. We let's go back, let's rewind a little bit. Validation. I understand what you're saying and I agree with that. But my question would be, is that really validating to get a bunch of likes from a bunch no, of random no, people? No, it's not. Not in any significant and way. And if it is, is that something mentally wrong there? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. That's another question. Yeah. Let's not go down that route yet. But I think it, it's the same concept, just on a smaller level. Uh, in terms of, like, probably even what the brain goes through, too. Like, uh, dopamine dumps, you know? Every time you, then you get in these dopamine loops... And you see someone like something validating, and you're like, "Oh, I need to do more of that." That's that feels good to be liked by something. Yeah. So it's just like this constant loop of having to do it again and again and again and again. I guess I mean it I, becomes addictive. I guess we all can kind of understand that if we're on social media at all, and people. Yeah. So you have one post that everybody likes a lot. I guess you know. Yeah, it makes you feel pretty good. I guess. And in terms of like. People get addicted to it, huh? I think we all we I all think, like to be liked. I think it's that's what you just the basis of it. Like, I, I mean, it, it probably is just that. Like, you want to be liked, and whenever you get that, it's it is, natural. It, it's like it. I I know it's not validation, but to some people, it is. Like, you know, thirty years ago, you couldn't you you wouldn't know it what people felt like. You'd have to pull out like your Polaroid pictures, and you'd have to show them, show them like, okay, this is our trip to you know, this is our trip out west, and now you can show like all 1,000 of your followers and get validated from 100 of them or so. So now I know 100 people know what I've done. Um, and I think I think it's just, I, and we talked about this, I think, a couple of weeks ago, that selfishness. And I think that that, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be liked, but I think that if you're doing it for like, uh, we talked about this a lot this week, virtue signaling. If you're doing it because you want to be popular, the fame idea, um, I'm going to post this because I want to get to that fame level. I think that's where it kind of gets. Well, here's a news flash for you, though. No one likes you. No one cares. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let me ask this question. What about criticism then? Because, I mean. What do you mean? Well, people post stuff. When you put yourself, your life out there. You're open to likes, but you're also open to dislikes and criticisms. Mm-hmm. Would you rather, if let's say you, you want to post something that's really, really important to you in your life view, and uh, would you rather have it open out there to see how many likes come in and you have to take the dislikes with it and comments that come with it, or would you rather be able to post something and not have anybody comment? Would you rather have the feedback or no feedback? I think no feedback just because uh, how I use social media too as a teacher you have to be very careful because I mean we're literally taught that anything that you post you know I'm a member of the public I'm, I'm I, like I basically I'm a state worker too and you know you should be held into like a higher I guess I don't know, echelon of people I don't I don't mean that negatively but like you don't want your kids being taught by somebody that's you know 
I guess with loose morals, that's going to teach them that. So the way that I use, I don't do a lot of commenting or stuff like that, but I wouldn't want to be ridiculed. So I would say get rid of all of it. So you're not so addicted to likes that you would risk the criticisms. No, I, I mean, I, I would be more afraid of the criticisms just because, I mean, like I said, everybody likes to be liked, but I think that the reason that I wouldn't want anybody to comment on it wouldn't be because I'm afraid of the criticism. I just think that it would probably be beneficial for everybody. What about you, Drew? Um, because hmm. there are people out there that make a living getting yeah. criticized. You yeah, know what I mean they enjoy it. Personally, I don't welcome criticism. <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right. Bye. I'm done. No. Therefore, no. you will not be allowed to leave a comment on this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I think I think it's just simply I try not to s- stir the pot. I try not to do anything crazy on social media, but that's just me. Staying away, staying away from confrontation. But I know people that you know shock value they're just trying to get likes and comments and dislikes and start arguments and i I can i can understand it i guess it's just annoying but the thing that i've the thing that i find interesting is are the people who are posting wholesome content you know life enriching content they might think um and they are obsessed with getting the likes and they are obsessed with they still need the validation even though according to your feed like you're still like you're doing things that are enriching your life right like why do you need facebook's validation i don't know i think people do want to be famous it's as simple as that and i think that's something it might be unique to our generation compared to yours so we kind of equate famous with being liked it's the same thing uh yeah being validated or being no i don't know fame it's is weird uh I, I would say fame is just being known because you could be famous for doing. I mean, infamous is obviously a word, and they're one and the same. So infamous, it's like, yeah. Infamous? I guess I'm more after like, what are people after when they're the majority of people? What are they after when they want all these likes and they're after and they're posting everything on social media? Is it because they just really want to be accepted? I think it's an addiction. It's I, I honestly. I've, I've had a lot of research papers that students have written and they, they find an interest in this because kids are just as interested as we are in, in this topic. And, and it seems like there, there is actual evidence out there that says that social media is addictive, especially to, to kids. Um, and you know, social aspect, that's not bad. Being social is not bad, but the way that, you know, I, I have to get trained on uh, cyberbullying every year, constantly, 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 constantly. And, you know, we always, like I said earlier, I guess I'm kind of contradicting myself. People have Facebook because they want to be liked, but then you also get this big backlash of like people that are just using it to, I get the word is troll and just hurt other people's feelings. And I think some people even use that as to become famous, like in to get a feel good because I'm going to make other people feel bad. Sure. It's not always based on good things. Yeah. But to be honest, to be fair, some, there's some great accounts out there that you guys need to check out. <laughs> oh, please. And this was something somewhat okay. positive. Yeah. No, um, the people just using social media to its, you know, best ability. Either, like on Instagram, there's a whole plethora, using that word again, plethora, go, plethora. plethora of pug selfies that are just awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. A plethora of pug yeah. selfies. And there's an account, I think it's called Cash Cats. I, 
I haven't checked it out. You know what I'm talking about? No, but I just thought of the word for a group of pugs. Do you guys, you remember like the, like whenever there are forms of animals, do you know what Uh a group of pugs is called? No. A grumble, a grumble of pugs. There you go. Yeah. Sorry. A plethora. So, so, no, no, a a grumble. Plethora of grumbles of pugs. (laughs) (laughs) That's just forcing the word plethora. (laughs) Anyways. Ten times a day. It's, to sum it up, you know, it's natural to be liked. You know, it's natural to be liked. And it's okay, like, but uh, you know, don't don't put your identity and valid getting your validation and identity from Facebook. And check out Cash Cats, where they see pictures of cats with <laughs> stacks of dollar bills. I'm going don't you? Right get, in other words, what you're saying is, don't get your validation from Facebook, but make sure you validate cats. Yes, that, because they need it on Facebook. The wonderful world of zoology, anthropology, botany, entomology, herpetology. And now, the amazing mind of Dr. Reed. Hi, this is Dr. Reed, here to talk about spaceology or whatever. Spaceology? Yeah. What is that? Study of space. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) I didn't know there was an official name. I mean, I didn't know. I thought it was cosmology or something like that. It's not cosmology? No, cosmology is like hair and makeup. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> I forgot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's yeah. there's a lot of exciting stuff going on in the space community. I don't know. It, would there, you call there's it? There's a whole community of space I, people. I, at this point, it used to just be NASA, but I guess SpaceX is a thing now. And Jeff Bezos has rockets too. No way. But SpaceX. SpaceX is doing a lot right now. SpaceX. What yeah. is SpaceX? Space SpaceX is Elon Musk's company. His rocket company. He makes the Tesla. Oh, that's the dude from PayPal. Yes, the PayPal guy. Yeah, he yeah. he bought and sold PayPal. Um, but yeah, yeah. Now he's he's launching rockets into space, and and this week he actually launched the first crew of people into space. Oh yeah, I heard something about it, but I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, they. So why is he launching people into space? Just like. Just for fun. It sounds odd with the way you say it, launching people <laughs> into space. You know, he's... <laughs> so, so you, it's like you got this huge balloon launcher yeah. thing, like a rubber band, yeah. just kind of letting people go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're not astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> he's just picking them up. Okay, but they're actually... Yeah, I mean, it's like okay. a space program. Yeah, though. absolutely. So SpaceX created rockets that are reusable, which is a brand new technology and really exciting. So it means we don't have to destroy rockets every time we go into space. Makes it a lot cheaper. Well, that's always a good thing, the way I look at it. Yeah. yeah, so it's a rocket connected to the capsule. But the capsule is already docked at the International Space Station. And uh, astronauts are there currently. Really? pretty exciting. So yes. it's going well? Yeah, actually, I think it was, was today, this morning, when they uh, rung the bell for the opening of the NASDAQ. And they, they showed it on Times Square. So that was pretty cool. What are, they, what are they doing up there? Probably maintenance. I know that there's a certain amount of maintenance they have to do. It's a very old space station. Okay. Now, where does SpaceX at? Do you know? Uh, Florida, I think. Somewhere in Florida? Yeah. So next to Cape Canaveral or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Florida. Somewhere out in the middle of who knows where next to a bunch of alligators. Now, is this the same guy that just put up a bunch of satellites? Yeah, yeah. Because, Ooh, he, he because your, mom, your mom dragged me outside and said, hey, Check this out. And we looked up in the sky, and there's 60 satellites going by, one right after the other. It was really cool. Oh, yeah. He's, he's actually launching 60 more tonight. The goal is to reach 12,000 satellites to encompass the Earth so we can have internet everywhere. 
That's for internet purposes. Yeah, yeah. These are these will be worldwide. Apparently, it doesn't reach Charleston, Illinois. I'll tell you that. No, not yet. <laughs> no, it'll be slow. a while. We're we're they're not even in the hunt like five hundreds. I don't think. I, I he's still got plenty of time to go. The goal is twelve thousand. It's a lot of satellites. Twelve thousand satellites yep. in, in low Earth orbit. Leo. What yeah. happens when like a satellite just doesn't work anymore actually that's a really good question and it's very scary and a problem that spacex is on the cutting edge of a lot of people don't think about this but when debris breaks up in space say if a space station explodes or something those particles are immediately sent into orbit with no friction or resistance so they spin around the world with nothing stopping them faster than bullets so they can actually space junk's a real danger really yeah i could it to who to, it, uh, the space station is hit regularly with this. Okay, space so junk. other things that are up there that are yeah, working yeah, can shoot, get hit by the space. It junk. could be possible that we blow up a satellite and make it very difficult to leave Earth. Oh wow! Yeah, because now there's a bunch of bullets in the air. You know, well, especially if you're putting 1,200 satellites up there. Yeah, now, and I, I trust them to have figured that out since that's kind of been their research for the past who knows how long. But so, isn't this the same guy that had the bulletproof car? Yeah. He tries all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I, he did. What I was reading was that somebody just threw a rock at it and the whole thing shattered. It's like that wasn't really bulletproof. Or no. Something it, like that. No, his bulletproof <laughs> windows didn't work. Um yeah, they threw a ball bearing and it exploded pretty good, but you see how well his flamethrower works? No, I haven't I can't tell you I've really seen anything about his flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, Elon Musk makes home flamethrowers for about for five hundred dollars, you can. Why buy do you your need own. a home flamethrower? Well, technically, it's a it's a novelty lighter, but uh. it's <laughs> if you want to get technical. Well, it lights up your whole face, or yeah, what? Like it, your whole it head? definitely could. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh, it's pretty amazing because I don't think anyone's made a commercially available flamethrower. It's the yet. same guy so. that has a kid with numbers in his name. Yes, A E X twelve, I think, or however you say it. I don't know how you're supposed <laughs> to say it. Was that like an American Eagle brand? Um, he's named after a fighter jet. <laughs> Elon okay. Musk's favorite fighter jet, something X-12. So this guy's really in touch with us, you he, think? Yeah, yeah, uh, something, yeah. He might be an alien. <laughs> I think if anyone's an alien, it's probably him. There's a, there's a proof of aliens. All we got to do is unmask Elon you, Musk. Yeah, like a Scooby-Doo episode. And what is what nationality is he? Is he He's Amer- South African. He's South African. Mm-hmm. So is that, that Elon Musk is a South African name. I, I assume so. I, I don't know enough about South, Af- South African culture. You know, his name sounds like, sounds a, like uh, kind of a manly brand of scent. Oh, it does, like a musk. He could make a good cologne. I'd buy it. An Elon Musk. Yeah, it's, it smells like a server room <laughs> Yeah, or something. <laughs> exactly. Cold, sad. So, so, what is, <laughs> so what is this? So what does SpaceX really do? Do you think this is a good thing, bad That's a great thing, thing for spaceology? It's a great thing for spaceology, probably. I think it's made it's made space travel way cheaper, and then now we don't have to pay for it with taxpayer money, which is pretty cool. So, so awesome. people, when you say space travel, you mean like people are just going to be able to get tickets and go? Yeah. Kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. That's the, that's the goal. Why would you want to go after you just described the space junk thing? I don't think I'd want to be going on any sort of... I tell you what, Mars sounds pretty good, you know? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) they got a bunch of cool rocks up there. No one's really established anything. It's like Alaska number two. I think I'd do well. Isn't Mars like really cold? I think it's hot. I think it's really hot, right? I think, I thought it was really cold. It's It's probably further away from the sun than we are. It's probably probably a mix of both. (laughs) 
too hot, too cold. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So, <clears throat> other, I, so you're personally, you have some personal interest in this. I mean, you're pretty excited about traveling to space. Oh yeah, I'm. Not, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I, I'd like to be one of the first people on Mars. I'd, I'd really, uh, I'd be interested. You know, like if there's anything edible up there. I don't know. Just you, just be interested to explore. I think one of the things that excites me most is I, I we talked about this on the last podcast about exotic jerkies and if there's yes. an exotic space jerky I want it <laughs> and I will I will be one of the testers for it. I'll so take that. what you're take saying that risk is for humanity. that you would go into any sort of training to be an astronaut yeah. so that you could find exotic space yeah. jerky. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I, I I think that's what it's all about. I think that's uh, what the progression of uh, that's where mankind is going. Yeah, that's the yeah. future. You know, God has has put us on the face of this earth. Yeah, once, to search and find exotic space jerky. Exactly, one small yeah. step for man, one giant step for exotic jerkies. <laughs> well, that makes sense to me. I mean. When you think of SpaceX, I guess I wasn't really thinking that that was their primary mission. Is I'm, I don't think is it not? That's not their primary mission, is it? No, I, I mean uh, this is just something you want to see happen. Oh, the the jerky. Has Elon Musk made any sort of comments about exotic jerkies? No, not nothing publicly yet. But I'm I'm sure behind closed doors there's different conversations going. On. <laughs> <laughs> to be real, yeah, yeah. It, it does kind of seem like a, a kid that has got a lot of money so he started hey i'm gonna start doing this stuff like, totally absolutely yeah. yeah he he definitely uh seems like he's just playing with a lot of toys blowing so, up rockets and stuff so if you had your choice i mean yeah. of where to go you would go to mars or do i have other choices or mars or here yeah or? go ahead why not okay it's I, a podcast we can do whatever we want i think i'm probably uh most interested in pluto Okay. Because it's a micro planet or whatever their category is. It's not even a planet. At. No, it is a planet again. It's, it's an ice ball. There's no, it's in, there's a new name. It's a dwarf planet, right? Micro planet, dwarf planet, something like that. But oh, it's, they, they renamed it? They renamed it because everyone was so mad about the renaming of Pluto that they just had to well, they call it a planet. I don't you know? understand why they named it after Mickey's dog to begin with. Yeah, I'd never understood that either. But anyway. Well, thanks for kind of researching a little bit of spaceology yeah, for absolutely. us. Absolutely. It's what I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> trying That's to what you do. You. Yeah. Well, ne- now next time uh, I I'm really hoping for some more animal stuff. I don't know what you got. Do you oh. have any idea? Oh, we can talk about anything. You know, bugs, animals, more space. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, well, I'm looking forward to it. I, I am as well. So, Drew, you had to go to space. Uh, Dr. Reed said he'd go to Mars. Uh, where would you go? Uh, or Pluto. He said Pluto. Like right like right outside. What? Yeah, like right outside the atmosphere. Let's like take a step outside. You just want to get out a little bit. Yeah. I, no, it's too, it's too much. You know, I just want to stick my head out the window and then close the window. You know what I mean? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't need to see everything. I just, you know, I, I'll poke my head out. You want to go, you go to space. Yeah. But you don't want to like, and like if, get further if you're outside saying, the, outside of like our gravitational If you're pool. saying I have to, like, I'm just going to, you know, like pick, 
poke my head out to space and then that's come it. back down. Pretty much it. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Wear, wear one of those cool costumes. I can go back down to the earth really I'm really probably like quick. you. I'm not that adventurous. I, th- I don't think I even want to, f- I don't even want to fly much, let alone get in the rocket. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to get outside of, you know, earth. And I'm, I'm telling you, even though Reed never mentioned it, um, I don't think I would want to get on an Elon Musk rocket. He's had like five or some of them blow up. So, which I mean, I understand you got to blow some rockets up. You got to, you got to, you got to like, what do you call it? Um, mix some eggs. What do you call it? Break some eggs in order to. to oh, mix. sure, sure, sure. I, I don't know what the old adage is. No, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. You got, you got to. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You got to break some eggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want him breaking eggs with me in a rocket. That's right. all I'm saying. Yeah, I think it would just come down to price. Like, if you can buy it like a plane ticket and like try to find the best deal, like okay, two hundred fifty bucks. Okay, round trip, fine. I'm with you. I really am. Yeah, we've had a great show, and uh, we've had we always have something to talk about. That's for sure. Today we're going to do a little bit of a new feature here towards the end of our show called Jesus Talk, and this is when maybe I get, I don't know, not always serious, but maybe a little serious when it comes to faith and it's really just an opportunity for me to kind of creatively spout if you will uh things that are just going on in my life things i see it's a personal experience in my personal walk with jesus christ so uh i wanted to talk about uh just it's hard to ignore everything that's going on in our country right now i mean the the protest and just the that all started in uh in minneapolis and the you know obvious uh racism that's in our country and I think that I'm, I don't really care about necessarily having political discussions um, with people about it as much as I care about thinking, what does God think about all of this? And it's so obvious in the scripture, and Jesus was so obvious with that, that he, that Jesus is the great equalizer. That there is, Paul, I think, wrote something along the lines in one of his letters there is no Jew, no Greek, no slave, no free, you know, that we are all one in Christ. And people, all people, are created in the image of God. And with that being the case, when you look at the, the Scripture, there just isn't any sort of argument uh, for us being able to choose how we behave towards each other, no matter what the differences are. It's not about that. It's about if we are actually living as Christians and following Jesus, uh, then we constantly want to look out for each other, as Paul writes in Philippians, lifting each other, lifting each other up, doing nothing out of out of uh, selfish ambition and vain conceit, but doing what is best for one another. And I, I think sometimes we think that those scriptures just pertain to people who are just like us. Or pertain to people who that we can love easily, or whatever, fill in the blank. But the truth is, when you look at Jesus, he's a lot more radical than that. He told us to love our enemies. He told us to love people that we never thought we could ever love, or have them love us, and when we're totally unlovable. And it's just amazing to me um, that uh, Christians still have to have discussion over um, whether or not we should treat each other with respect uh, when it comes to just pigmentation. And that really, that really bothers me in that, in that, in that regard. But, but it bothers me because I'm a follower of Jesus, and, I, and I'm challenged by Jesus, um, who was not like me, even on this earth. He was not 
a white American man. Um, he was a, a, a plain, the Bible says, there was no beauty to even attract you to him. He was a plain you know, Jewish guy who grew up in a, in a, in a Jewish nation, um, but then being the son of God, died for the sins of the world, every single person. Uh, he talked to everyone. <laughs> he, uh, he loved on everyone. And we have that as an ultimate example. There's so many things, you know, you could talk about uh, in our day and age and so many problems in our culture. But I don't think avoiding problems by throwing out other problems or combating it with other problems is a solution. I think instead we just need to take everything that seems to be against the way God has created us and try to do our best to bring the discussion around to exactly uh, where we should when it comes to Jesus and how we should live under Jesus and live as Jesus' people. So anyway, that's just my comment. So it's been going through my head. And, um, and there's, like I said, there's a lot more we could, we could talk about. Uh, but uh, initially, uh, that's just um, something that's important to me, what's going on in my head right now. So, hey, that was our first Jesus talk, Drew. Amen. Hey, if you ever have a Jesus talk, you know, you can you can do that. I can't bring the heat like that. <laughs> bring the heat. Now, fire. one th- exciting thing that we talked about at the beginning of the podcast is we are going to be releasing this podcast on Mondays now. Mm-hmm. Just, so, to, just to spice up your Monday. Right. Right now, I kind of we release it on a Thursday or a Friday, usually. Uh, but we're really going to try hard to be uh, releasing every single Monday. So you you can hear this podcast right now, and then turn around a couple of days later and listen to the Monday podcast. And we'll but we'll be on Mondays from there on. So be looking for our podcast released every Monday uh, as we progress now through June and on into 2020. Excited about that, Drew? Yeah, I am. I'm really excited about the hundred million dollar deal we did with Spotify too. That was good. <laughs> Wait, was that us or Joe Rogan? I can't remember. I'm not sure. The lines get blurred now. <laughs> hey, and we always talked. We, we have a church at home, like always, with New Hope Church, guys. You can uh, tune in 9 o'clock on Sunday mornings. Uh, make sure you continue with your watch parties. Uh, watch service with somebody. You don't have to come to church on Sunday morning. Uh, we are the church, so get out there and be with people and uh, and worship together. And if you don't have a watch party to attend, just go to watchparties.cc and click on there and say, hey, I want to join one. And if you can host one and just tell us about the fact you're hosting one, we don't have anything for you to do or we're not going to have you jump through any hoop. We just want to know if you are hosting one, if somebody's meeting at your, meeting at your house. And we want to, want to celebrate that. So let us know about that on watchparties.cc. Now that, that serious stuff is over, let's get to... Finally. Right we, I know. Let's get to at the end of this episode... The things we, the things we have promised, the thing we have promised, the last three podcasts is mm-hmm. the top three things to do if you're bored. Mm-hmm. So we're going to end our podcast today with that. So what I you have, got for uh, me? I came up with three things. Now you're you're responsible for the next one, you guys. So oh sure sure right. sure these are mine. So uh, number three, uh, plant flowers in random yards. Oh, that's good. Now what I mean by that is like you just you go that, out that's go out just and buy delightful. some plants. Yeah, some annuals. And uh, I'm not suggesting you trespass, uh, but maybe find some friends. That's that exactly you, what you're doing. Okay, maybe. 
and uh, just plant them at random places in people's yards, and you know, something a place that's not gonna like dig up their grass or anything. You know, somewhere nice. You want it to be nice, right? Look nice. Yeah, yeah. I, like a. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, you guys did this with a pink flamingo. Yes. Like a yard flamingo. You stick them in people. Stick a bunch of pink flamingos yeah, in somebody's that, yard. Yeah, that kind of sticks out a little bit more than like a nice. You know, we well, could do that, I guess. But I just thought this might be nice, and I just be funny to see how long it would take someone to notice. It's like it's, I don't remember like planting that flower. One flower, like one small flower each day. <laughs> just keep adding them a little yeah. at a time. If you're really bored, that's a good idea. Number two, what do you? Can you how about you go, Drew? Uh, let's see. Uh, turn chores into um, uh, relay races. You know what I turn mean? Turn chores into relay races. Yeah. No, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? Well, like, well, you know, like when you when you're doing normal chores, like windows, and you gotta dust the the you get the stair beam, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta dust that. And then gotta, you gotta dust that. Then you gotta finish with some trash, putting it in the in the trash can, right? So you can start off upstairs. You get the whole family windows. involved. You got you gotta go as fast as you can. You gotta slide down the beam and then ramp off of that, and you take the trash can trash and you throw it in the trash can. That's something like that. You get your kids involved. Make yeah. a r- race out of it. Yeah, is what I w- you're saying. I wouldn't suggest the kids involved because I think it just gets way too dangerous. What I'm talking about. The way you're talking about. Yeah, it. like it's it's it's. It doesn't uh, have to be that dangerous. Home chores extreme. <laughs> But you could get your kids involved and get them to do yes, chores, I yes, think, by making yes, a relay race out of it. It'd be more fun to do extreme, though. No, I understand what you're saying. And the number one way uh, we have this week of uh, what to do in case you're bored is challenge friends to a Lego walk. Yeah, I know exactly what that is. Well, have you ever stepped on a Lego in your bare feet? Too many times. It hurts like mad. Yeah. Instead, throw a ton of Legos out and, you know, like you're walking on like coals. A, yeah, like a coal fire. Get bare feet and challenge your friends to see who can who can handle the most Legos in oh, the walk. That's good. I, I'm pretty sure I did this as a kid. <laughs> if not, if only by accident, but pretty sure. Now I did. I'm not that bored, and I won't do it. But I just I just would like to see someone else do it. Yeah, film it, send it to us. Yeah, we'd love to see it. Yeah, and you can contact us at uh, Instagram at New Hope Underground. Uh, you can go on my personal Facebook. Uh, Darren Hansen, D-A-R-I-N-H-A-N-S-E. But here's the thing. Coming soon is our own Facebook for New Hope Underground. And I don't care what you heard today. We want likes. Lots of them. Lots of them. And all of our, um, what's the word you use? Validation. Validation is attached to that. So anyway. Validate us, please. (laughs) Validate us like... uh, a good person who works at the parking place. Yeah, hmm. yeah, they validate parking. The hotels. Okay. But anyway, um, please uh, do that. Now, we will let you know when that's up and running, and we hope to have that going soon. So, hey, help us out, though. Get on, subscribe, tell some friends. Share it, share it, share it. It's just so so much good stuff to share. Send us a five-star rating. Always give us a five-star rating. Drew, what would you do if you did not get a five-star rating from somebody this week? Well, I would find that person, (laughs) and I would let them know that I have a certain set of skills. (laughs) 